the city of brotherly love, Philadelphia to around the globe. You're listening to Shark Bite Biz, your exclusive place for business strategy, sales, marketing, and tech in the roaring 20s. And now, here's your host, David Strausser. I'm your host, David Strausser, and it's time for another epic episode of Shark Bite Biz. Your place to learn how to grow business during complete chaos. We have a great show planned for today. It's one on personal, physical, mental, and professional growth. We're chatting with somebody who's going to give us his tips on being a well-rounded business owner, business professional, and just really a good person in general. And he's going to tell us about all the things he does to stay on top of his game. During this quarantine period, we're all probably moving a lot less than what we were. We're not as active as we were before. And laziness is probably starting to set in a little bit. You're probably breaking all of your old good habits and all your routines. It's been hard to stay in these routines with all this pressure on. So today's guest is going to give us some tips on how to stay in shape physically and what he does to grow his business and to keep his mind sharp. So who is today's guest? Lee Agbola. Lee grew up in the Chicago area and has lived in San Antonio for six and a half years. He has over seven years of experience in the fitness industry and graduated from Truman State University with a BS in exercise science. Lee's a certified personal trainer, exercise physiologist, and certified strength and conditioning specialist, as well as the owner of LTA Performance. And that is the business where he helps individuals transform their health by helping them lose fat, boost energy, and gain confidence in their new body. So without further ado, let's bring Lee on in here business strategy lee welcome to shark bite biz you my friend you're shark bait yeah man thank you david for having me i'm glad to be on oh no problem no problem so you know we were talking beforehand and i think that this is going to be an important topic for our audience because so many people are working from home they're not as mobile they're not doing as much exercise as they would have if they were going to offices and stuff like that so i really wanted to have you on here thank you so much for coming on man let's start it off tradition on the show very first question okay what's your experience what's your background what are you an expert in what makes lee lee awesome awesome so I think for me, the, the initial thing was just being an athlete, you know, being an athlete all my life, you know, I love mm -hmm. football. So, you know, that kind of gravitated to fitness. You really didn't have a choice. You know, you had to work out and you had to get in shape. So that had really got my background into working out. So just being mm -hmm. active. And then just from there of, you know, going to school and just learning how important health is for people. And I felt like it's right. something that's not gone about the right way. Um, so for me, it just really had started with that. So really, you know, getting started with me being active and then how could I help people be more active? So, you know, I started off helping more athletes when I was in college, you know, mm -hmm. through internships and through helping my team. And then just from there, it helped to go to the general public. And, you know, that's how I've had like seven plus experience of helping people, you know, become healthier and everything like that. So, um, you know, when I first started personal training, I mean, I helped all types, you know, from, mm -hmm. you know, young kids, athletes, elderly. Um, but now, you know, I specialize in helping people, you know, that want to lose weight and, you know, want to have a healthy lifestyle. Um, so I really work on people getting those healthy habits to stick. Wow, that that's great. And I, you know, I want to point out because we've had some experts on here before that are in the fitness industry and there's a lot of people out there i mean they're doing it out of passion they may have learned this or done some training courses or stuff like that i think there's a huge difference between you and them and that's because 
you actually hold a BS then in exercise science. So I think that kind of separates it and puts you on a higher tier that you, that you really understand this stuff at a deeper level. What do you think about that? Yeah, I think that's true. I mean, I think just from a knowledge standpoint, you know, is, you know, when you go to school, you just have to learn a ton of different, oh, yeah. you know, subjects that are based off of exercise science. You know, that was what my major was. And then, you know, you, you go through the practical stuff, you know, and it really helped, you know, before I even actually started training, you know, at a gym, I remember the first client I ever had was through a class and I had to work with, you know, it was funny at the time I had uh, two classes that were working with the same client, but it was from a different standpoint. So, you know, even before I first got started, that was like my first introduction to working with someone. So it's like uh, getting that, you know, background and that knowledge information, you know, that's something that takes so, so long to be able to do. And then from there, you know, getting different certifications, you know, being certified strength and conditioning coach, you know, getting certified at the time as a, a health fitness specialist, along with the personal training, you know, does really give you a lot of knowledge. You know, when you work with someone, they're, they're not pretty concerned with the letters. They just want to know that you're going right. to get them results. But I do think that does help me that I, you know, I have that to work with people. So, yeah, it's a lot, you know, in my field, it's, you know, anybody can say they're a coach, of course. I mean, there's no really mm -hmm. barrier to get into the field. Um, but right. I, I still respect those people that don't have, you know, maybe the certifications or um, the degree, because the, the most important thing is, you know, you got to be able to connect with people. And if you don't have the communication skills and you can't get people to buy into anything, it doesn't matter if you're the smartest man in the world, like it doesn't work. So, you know, I do think that does help me. But at the same time, I think the people who, you know, can get people the best results and that can connect with people. I mean, those are the true best coaches, you know, regardless of right. how much knowledge you may have, like you got to be able to do that. And that's something that you struck on. I thought that was a good point there. I mean, the, the personal fitness thing, yeah, you're a coach. And I think that's what most people think about with that. But it really is an industry, I think, of personal bonding as far as personal relationships, because I think, don't you kind of have to psychologically get into their head so that you can figure out the triggers that motivate them to go forward? I mean, is that how you do it? Or how do you do it? No, I think that's true. I mean, I think as, as a coach, if you're, if you're just gonna just be, you know, that authority figure, like, that's not gonna work. You know, you, I really right. do believe that you do become like friends with, you know, some of your clients. And, you know, you can talk more than just, of course, you know, the nutritional and the, and the fitness side, you know, you know, I had a client, you know, I'm into football and sports and we would talk about fantasy football half the time that we we're you know our conversations about you know hey you know with the you know the different things so I mean we would talk about you know different things and you know especially if you work with other people that are in your business world like you know yourself as an entrepreneur you might talk about you know business stuff and you can learn from them as well I know I remember you know working as a personal trainer and a lot of conversations you know I would just listen to my clients talk about what they would do with, you know, work and everything. Cause I mean, I would learn from them as well. So I think, yeah, it does definitely go beyond just, you know, Hey, you know, you need to improve your fitness, you need to improve your nutrition, you need to improve your mindset. Like you do have to be kind of human. <laughs> you have to be, yeah, yeah. be able to yeah. talk to people and, you know, uh, share that common ground, you know? I, I think that's pretty awesome right there. You, you just said something really cool, which is kind of a, a golden nugget. Oftentimes, I think people are out there going through the motions, doing their job. And, you know, coach, they're thinking maybe going one way, you know, it's me pushing you. Whereas you just said that you're receptive to learning. I mean, it sounds like you get a lot of business people uh, they're talking about that type of stuff and you be the being the owner of your own practice. I mean, that's some critical information that probably is helping you mature as a business owner, right? Yeah, I, I definitely believe that because I mean, you know, I'm, you know, younger than a lot of my clients, of course. So, um, you know, you can learn. From you don't look a day over 30. <laughs> right. So, I mean, you know, you can learn from, you know, people that have definitely probably spend a lot more time, you know, working on their business than I, you know, I have, you know, I'm still, of course, young and within my business of what I do. So, you know, I love learning from other people who've had the experience as well. And, you know, you can learn from what they have done 
to help themselves. So I think you should always kind of be a student of the game. I like to say it's like you're, you're you can learn. I mean, even if you you know done it for years, but you can always learn from someone else. I don't you know care how smart you think you are. You can learn from other people. Yeah. And they can Have you learned from their things. mistakes at all? I feel like you. you Cause it's like the, a lot of things that I may teach, you can learn in different areas of your life. Yeah. So it's like, you know, I might say something and it's like, you know, they'll be like, yeah, you know, I could use that for my business as well. You know, the things that you're mm-hmm. talking about. And I'm like, you know what? I have to remind myself some of the things I, I tell them. It's like, Hey, am I doing yeah. that with myself? <laughs> Cause it's like, and it's true. A lot of people don't, don't really think about this, but I, I remember we had coach on before and this came out as well, that a lot of this stuff, there is overlap. You can apply it to multiple areas, whether it's family work, personal fitness, money, it, it, there's overlaps on a lot of this stuff. Yeah, it's a hundred percent true. You know, it's funny cause I didn't really think about it until I would kind of, you know, work on myself and I'd be like, you know what, like the things I'm telling them to do, you know, I can do that with myself and some of the things that I want to keep improving. So it's, it really is interchangeable. The things, you know, you, you do, you know, it's like life stuff. This isn't just you right. know, fitness, health, you know, you could do that for your, your, like you said, your relationships, your happiness. So it really yeah. does work that way. So it's, it's, that's what's awesome about it. Once you start to kind of be like, wait, I can do this as well in that area of life. It really helps you. How much time do you think that you actually spend investing in yourself, like improving yourself, stuff like that? Your coach, I'd be interested yeah. to hear how, how you do it. I feel like one thing that has helped me recently is I've started reading a lot more. You know, when I first, you know, got into wanting to start doing things, I had really had to reflect on myself and was like, hey, I don't, you know, have that exact mindset that I'm, I, you know, coaching people on with myself sometimes. Cause it's like, yeah, of course, with fitness and everything, it's like, you know, my mindset's 100%. Like, I could, I feel like I could do anything. There's nothing that would stop me. But, you know, when mm-hmm. you're transitioning from, you know, being an employee as a personal trainer, then you're transitioning to having your own business and you're like, you're right. doing everything yourself. And it's like, you kind of have to tell yourself about things. So, you know, with me, you know, spending time reading, you know, listening to podcasts, um, listening to audio books, um, you know, I, I feel like that's a good amount of time that I spend yeah. every, every day. I treat it like an everyday process. Like I tell you know, other people, hey, you know, you got to do some of this stuff every day. And it's, and it, I can tell like the the leaps in progress I've made because I know, you know, what I was doing before. And I know, you know, I'd have days that, you know, you, you wouldn't do anything because you weren't in yeah. the right mindset. But now it's like, it really does help. So, you know, I spent a good amount of time with that. And, you know, as far as, that's you good. know, even working out, I mean, that's working on myself, but it, it really isn't that much time. Um, you know, I, even working out every day, you know, I work out a little bit less than an hour. It doesn't take that much time. Okay. Okay. So when I started uh, giggling there, I don't know if you saw me or not. It's because it took me a second to realize that you were saying reading. I don't know why, but to me, it sounded like I spend my time breeding and I'm thinking, what? <laughs> and, then, and then I heard audio books yeah. and I'm like, oh, reading. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, we'll uh, just glaze over that one. But, no problem. <laughs> so, reading, I mean, let's dig a little deeper into that. You say that you spend your, your time reading audio books, stuff like that. Um, are you, do you find yourself reading more physical type books? Is it going to be digital, um, audio? I mean, are you talking like audible stuff like that? Give us some details. Like what, what kind of, what form are you using and what kind of books are you using to really, you know, get that professional and personal growth that you're looking for? Yeah. So for me, I I feel like I do better, like as far as just reading like actual physical copy of books. So when I first started, you know, I started just reading like actual physical copy of books. Um, so uh, for me, I, I have one book where I feel like it's just a personal development book. Um, so I'll, I'll read like pages of that each day. So that's, you know, I've started off with like some of the bigger, like more popular books. Um, and then I'll read like one book specific to like business. So, you know, it, it goes mm-hmm. into marketing, maybe you know, copywriting. So I'll do that. And then with audiobooks recently, I've kind of, I like to, I want to have some different type of topics. So 
with that, it's more about learning about finances and stuff like that. Cause I mean, that's of mm-hmm. course personal for your personal stuff and for your business. Um, oh, yeah. so, you know, Audible, I think is something that's amazing, you know, so use that. Um, I'll, I'll use Kindle as well for some of the books because it's like, I mean, I think it's awesome with these memberships, how you can, you know, um, be able to really tap into the library of books with that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've, I've used like Kindle and then physical copy of books as well with Audible. Yeah. I think they're all they're all useful. <laughs> I, I love I love my Kindle books, but whether I'm on my phone or my tablet, I feel like I get so much more easily distracted rather than reading a physical book because all of a sudden my phone's buzzing or alerting something else and then all of a sudden i'm in like a a tweet feud with somebody instead of reading an actual book but i do know that with audible i love listening to all of these audio versions of the books and they actually have almost full-blown college courses that you can take through audible i think it's called the the great courses um, or something like that. And these are actual experts like college professors and they're, you know, a collection of their lectures. I just finished one. It was like a 36 hour book, took me six months, (laughs) Um, but it was like 30 some or 35, 36 lessons. It was, pretty quite large but it was the history of language and how languages form so that way you can kind of understand a little bit of those nuances and stuff and then i got a couple other ones that are business based i have one that's for grammar and vocabulary and and stuff like that so i i think that's a, a really powerful good tool whether you know if you're using the digital media you just have to make sure that you stay focused and that you don't lose that you know that time and if you can't stay focused that's where i think maybe when you want to do that dedicated time for personal growth maybe that's when you should start using the physical books instead yeah i think it just i think it's just about the balance um mm-hmm. so like i said with the physical to me with the physical books it's just like it's easier to kind of just like you said, you can really just like focus on it. Cause I mean, if you're reading a book, you're probably like, okay, let me, not, you know, not have any sound on. Let me, you know, not look at my phone when you do that. Um, mm-hmm. I guess with Kindle, like I'll have it on like a tablet. So I don't really have any like notification, like I'll turn off all notifications. So I don't really have to deal with that. Um, the one thing I found with the audio books, like obviously I can focus on driving, but I know sometimes like I'll be really listening to something and I get so, into it i'll like forget a direction sometimes I was like, oh, wait, oh man yeah I, i've done that because <laughs> i'm really listening i'm watching the road right yeah. you're watching the road but it's like you're really focusing on what they're saying and what i'll do too is because google maps i love the maps but i hate the voice turn right, right in 500 feet turn right in 300 yes. feet and do it's like come on that's too much so yeah. I turn them off and then I miss all the turns. Yeah, yeah. If you, yeah, if you have Google Maps while you're listening to audiobook, it's definitely the most annoying thing because it's like literally every time I'll stop. Um, but yeah, that can be annoying. But it's like I've noticed like because I mean, I'll do or just like basic, you know, driving to the gym. I guess that's pretty much yeah. mostly what I have to do nowadays driving since I work from home yeah. and, you know, I don't have to spend too much. But you know, yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. like driving there and I'll know how to get there. But I've noticed like, oh, man, I missed this direction. Or if I was going yeah, to, yeah, yeah. I remember I went to a dentist appointment. And I was driving back and I was like, oh, my gosh, I missed I missed this uh, exit here. And it's just like, oh, I got to. It's kind of funny because it's like you yeah. get so into it. But like you said, you can you can pay attention to the road, but just like just certain. You yeah, know, yeah. The turns and stuff, and stuff like that. Like you're that. just driving straight. So I got to ask you a fun side question here. What is your favorite audio book you've listened to so far? Uh, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. That was like the audio book I, I wanted to listen to because, I mean, obviously, you know, especially for business owners and, you know, everyone talks about it and I hadn't I hadn't read it yet. And I was like, that's you know what, what I mean. Everybody does talk about that. Yeah. Everybody, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. I was just talking to uh, a friend yesterday um, Andy, and he was saying, yeah, you know, with my daughter, I'm doing the rich dad, poor dad stuff. And I have not looked at it. I'm, I'm going to check it out as well. 
but sorry, go ahead. Yeah, I, to me, I had to because it's like I've seen so many people like if they post something and they're like yeah. they use different quotes, and it's like I've heard like like about it. I knew yeah. some things about it. Like I've you know seen it on like YouTube of the author. He would talk and he was like explaining some yeah, things. Yeah. Like I've seen that, but I was like, I never listened to it. So it's like, you know what? I'm gonna listen to it because I've heard so many people. So that's like one of the best books they've you know listened to. And it's yeah. Like, so I was like, that's yeah, I definitely got it now. I guess. Yeah, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's it's up there to me with like people that talk about Think and Grow Rich, and that's what I read. And yeah. so yeah, I think those are you know definitely one of the most popular you know books that you hear about. Yeah, yeah. For me, it's like I love the business books. I love the educational books. I don't like to read nonfiction. If I want to get lost in fantasy or whatever, I just want to do that in a movie because I think reading a book. <laughs> or an audiobook is just too long. I'd rather invest that amount of time in furthering my personal growth or professional growth. So if I want, you know, Lord of the Rings, I'll watch the movie. I don't want to read the book then. But this is one of the I have huge passion for music, rock music. Aerosmith, by far, favorite band. And it was actually Joe Perry's autobiography called Rocks which was my favorite because with Audible, it is actually Joe Perry that is reading the whole book. So it kind of felt like, you know, this rock legend was telling me his firsthand account of his life story. And it, it, I don't know, it gave a surreal, really cool feeling for me that got me really, really into the book. I, I think that's one of the the exceptions everything else is business except for that one yeah i think that's really cool because you're right most of those you know books is it's a different of course mm -hmm. you know person reading it and uh i remember as a kid i mean before obviously audible it was like you had to read the you know it was the cassettes and you know you hear it on the cassettes and stuff like that mm -hmm. i remember as a kid like i would hear those type of books i'm like i actually did not for the while that's why i didn't have audible because i'm like hey listen I, I don't know. It was like, I wouldn't like certain yeah. people, how they would sound when they read the books. Yeah. Cause I remember as a kid yeah. and listening to it. And I was like, man, I, some of them were just kind of annoying. Like the voice. I'm the same way. I've got so to weird. listen to the sample and audio and uh, audible before I buy it. Cause I, I mean, if I'm going to get something out of that book, it may be an excellent book, but if I can't stand the voice uh, reading the book, I will get nothing out of it. I, yeah, I think that's so important because it's like, if you don't, it's like, ah, uh, because I know so it, it's funny because if you look, if you look at reviews on Audible, a lot of people like say something, oh, this, you know, when he was speaking, I could hear his lips or it's just, you know, it can be so many different things. So it's, I, I think oh, it's yeah. definitely, <laughs> it's important so, that you do like the voice of them. Let, let's shift gears. I mean, I can't have a fitness expert in here and not talk about fitness, right? Right. So as I prefaced when you first came in here we are you know about this covid thing this global pandemic that we're in right right you've it's, heard about it it's something <laughs> that you can't get rid of right <laughs> exactly exactly well it's here it's sticking around and people are not moving around like they used to me me i've worked for home from home for the last decade i've been lucky with that I was doing it before it was cool, okay? <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, but this pandemic, even though I wasn't traveling to an office uh, every day, walking around, stuff like that, I was still quite active. I mean, 10, 15, 20,000 steps a day and everything that I did, you know, I found that during the last couple of months, the amount of steps, everything that I have had, I mean, even my Fitbit, I've barely used it because it's just like it's one big blur anymore. And I think that so many people are doing a lot of damage to their bodies just because we ain't doing crap. Yeah, yeah. I think what I've seen over my time of being a coach is like when someone's thrown off the routine, they're mm -hmm. not willing to adapt or don't know how to adapt. So, you know, one thing I like to talk about with me is always about adaptability. Cause I'm like, you know, in life, mm -hmm. so much that can happen. And, you know, I've dealt with clients and it can be anything. Oh, you know, so it's like, 
not having that adaptability is huge. So, you know, with my time talking to people, it's like, well, in certain areas, you know, the gyms are closed. So it's like, mm-hmm. well, closed, I, I can't do anything else. And I'm like, there's so much you can do. It's like, you don't need a physical gym to be active. Like you could just be in your home. Like you don't even need weights. Like you have your body weight. Like your your body is enough. You know, yeah. you just move. Like just move, do something. So yeah, I think it's kind of like- oh, fitness just- equipment though. I, I think, okay, so maybe it spiked a little bit in cost because everybody was buying it, you know, supply mm. and demand during the quarantine. But before COVID hit, I mean, it really was getting down in price more reasonable. Like my my uh, 17 year old um, who likes to be buff uh, <laughs> has one of those like gold gyms all in one mm-hmm. machines. We got a firm for Christmas in 20, I think it was December, 2019. We got it for Christmas. It was like 200 bucks and this thing's pretty gnarly. It's like a cheaper version of those machines that everybody's seen that are more heavy duty. I mean, those prices have have really come down and made, you know, gym quality equipment affordable for people to have in their house now. Yeah, I think the big thing that people were kind of wanting were dumbbells and barbells and like, yeah, those were hard to come by because of course- what you about know, the adjustable weight ones? Are they a scam? I like personally is you know what bands. I'm talking about, right? Yeah, I know what you're talking like, about. Like the the Bowflex one. So Bowflex for all our viewers, listeners out there that don't know, Bowflex has a dumbbell that essentially it's like it's got the two weights mm-hmm. on both sides of the dumbbell, and you can adjust how much the dumbbells weigh now i I guess it's like some kind of crazy magnet and lock and locking system i don't know how does that work does that really change the weight with that and how can they make a dumbbell change weight i don't get it from what i'm familiar i've seen the infomercial myself from what it looks like it just looks like it's adding more resistance on there so i mean as long as it's adding more resistance you know it's just Mm -hmm. it's just resistance if you think about it it's just resistance so, you know, that's but how aren't they free the dumbbells. Aren't they just free dumbbells? I mean, they're not connected. Uh, from what to I've seen, it's like the one that if I'm familiar with the one, it's like they change it and it looks like it's adding more weight on there um, from the one I'm familiar with. And it has like different settings on there. So that's how it's kind of like adding more of the weight on there. So that's how it's like changing the resistance. I mean, I think that's fine. Like I said, you know, as far as because you can go up from, you know, I yeah. think I can't remember the amount of weight it was, but you could see it could go up. I think those are fine. Um, I was going to say, I think that's something simple that anybody can have and it's very, doesn't cost anything. And, yeah. and I would promote this even before, you know, with COVID and everything for people that were working at home is to have bands. Like bands yeah. to me are the easiest and most simplest thing that you can have. Like you can, you can carry with you when you're traveling. So there's no excuse of, oh, you know, this hotel doesn't have you're the You're saying bands? Yeah, bands. So you know that you can okay. you can you can get like the ones with the handles. They have one that are like medium length, so they like stretch. Um, so you're talking about like stretchy bands that do yeah, like Yeah, you can get the stretchy ones, you can get the handle ones. Uh there's many bands which you use you know across your with your legs and everything. And you know, these things are very inexpensive and they work really well. Like when I was um so here in Texas, I think we were without the gym for maybe six weeks. And I took it a little bit longer because I wanted to stay at home and I was just doing band workouts. Like I would just change the bands. I would change the length of it and add different resistance. And it's very simple to do because it's like, you know, you can, you know, you know, it's elasticity, right? So it's like, okay, Mm -hmm. the more that I stretch it is going to create more of the resistance. So it's very easy to change. Like you can make, you know, okay, a band like BA, it's five, 10 pounds or it's, you know, 200, 300 pounds. Like, so yeah. I think that's a lot simpler than, you know, some of the other things as far as barbells and dumbbells. Right. Cause like well, you can do tons of workouts just with bands. And it's like, oh yeah, you know, there's no excuse of, you know, oh, I don't have this. I don't have it. Like, you know, not everybody wants to lift their detergent bottle or their, you know, mm-hmm. cans around the house. So it's like, yo, if you want to have something that is the same as the gym, it's like, well, just have the bands. I think bands to me, I, I'm a big band. Oh, yeah. I was using that stuff before all COVID. And 
And those are the things you could still buy off of, you know, online. Like, I don't think there's a run of bands. Yeah, I mean, those are existing They have bands. tons of them, like, uh, I mean, even if you go to things like physical therapy, I mean, with physical therapy, uh, when I've been there a few times throughout my life, I mean, bands has always been one of the things that they're always making me do whether it's on my legs whether it's on my arms either me or other people that are being tortured with the bands yeah yeah they use specifically those are typically they call uh their bands so i mean there yeah there's tons of different bands you can have but i mean the key is just getting the you know the ones that have the different resistance and like i said they have all tons of different resistance that you can use uh i think that's what's awesome about um, band. So, I mean, that to me was the thing that I, I wouldn't promote with everyone. They're like, hey, I don't, I can't have dumbbells. I don't have barbells. I'm like, just buy a set of bands. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It does wonders. So, it will do everything that you need to do. Mm-hmm. You can do literally any movement that you can think of with the band, any movement. Right. Right. Now, that's excellent. So, we do have only a, a couple more minutes left, but I got a couple more topics I want to move through with you that I think our guests will love. And, you know, the first one is, is mindset stuff like that. How can people really enjoy working out? I mean, like, for example, with me, I was telling you, I had my routine. I even did my keto, low carb diet, you know, drop down uh, all the weight I gained in the beginning of quarantine. And then it's, you know, we went camping on vacation. Routines got broke. And it's been hard for me to get back into those routines. So how do you enjoy that mindset, you know, change your mindset to where you enjoy it, you get back in the routine. Go ahead. Give us your secrets. I, I think the big thing with the mindset is about like your fitting your workouts, fitting your diet to yourself. You know, it's hard to say like if like, for example, you said you did keto. I'm not like a big believer in different fad diets because they're they're not really sustainable unless like you're going to like shift your identity. Like if you're going to be a keto warrior, like some of these people out here, then like it will work, but it's like very hard. It's like, you I'm know, mostly low carb. Yeah. Okay. So I yeah. will go, I will maybe like to start it off. Uh, I, I, I go low carb, but then maybe to start off the diet and kind of kickstart everything for me to go extreme. Cause I found mm. that it's easier to go extreme in the beginning and then you loosen up a little bit once you can control yourself more. So I'll usually start off maybe keto and then just work my way up to low carb and be mm. stable with that. Yeah. Yeah. I, th- I That's something you can do as well. I think if you do do something like that in the short term, it definitely does well. And then you kind of adapt some of the things. I mean, I think that's a big thing, you know, as far as like with the mindset, it's a lot easier to do something if it kind of like fits you. So, you know, if you if you have different workouts, there are more things that you like that are fun to you. Like for some people, you know, they they like recreational type sports more. Right. So it's Mm -hmm. like different type of styles of workouts are going to fit more like a recreational style. Or, you know, if you're more of a cardio type of person, you do more cardio type exercise that you enjoy. I hate running. Yeah, not, I'm the same way. I'm, I'm, I don't, I'm not a runner at all. If I do any running, it's like sprint based because I mean, like I said, that's my athletic background. But yeah. like, I'm not going to be like, yeah, let's go jog five miles. And like, I have no interest yeah. to ever run a half marathon or anything. And that's cool to the people that do. But it's like, to me, it's like doing something that you enjoy doing or within diet, like, okay, how do you balance eating some of the foods you love and still eating more of the foods that you know that are going to be better for you? So it's like getting your minds like to me, it's a lot easier if you adapt like things that you enjoy versus, hey, I'm going to do something that doesn't fit me. It's like, well, that's hard to get your mind wrapped around it because like you have to have a totally identity shift to say that's who I am. <laughs> and I, that's need to get, drastic. I need to get cheesecake into my fitness plan somehow. That's my weak point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, that's key. I think is having certain the foods you love to be able to balance that. So it's like. Will you understand, okay, how can I eat cheesecake from time to time? Of course, you know, you can't eat that every day, but if, <laughs> if you just put a day into eat that and you understand, hey, I'm going to eat more of some of these other foods to balance it out. It's like, that's the big thing. Cause I mean, it's, it's drastic to just go cold turkey with something and say, you're never going to eat those. Oh, so, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, to me, the mindset, it's like, you have to have, hey, I, you know, you get some of the rewards of the things you do enjoy, but then you eat some of the other things or same thing yeah. with work. Now, hey, like 
you know, I'm not a cardio person myself and I make sure like I'll set workouts where, you know, I like hit training, which is basically like high intensity. So, but I only have to do that for 15, 20 minutes versus 30 minutes. So it's easy to wrap my head around to kill myself for those, you know, 15 minutes. So it's like, you, you just got to find things that, you know, are going to fit you better and you, you understand, you know, uh, why that's important. So let's uh, talk a little bit then too for our last main topic is, I don't want to glaze over this, but you are the owner of your own business. What's the name of your business again? LTA Performance. Okay. And you're down there. We're out in Texas? I'm in San Antonio. San Antonio, Texas. Sorry about that. I forgot. Um, but you're down there in San Antonio. How has this virus this pandemic affected your business and how have you had to adopt your business well i think the great thing about it is similar to like you said you work from home it's like i had before covid had happened i knew i wanted to go fully online and just commit to online Mm -hmm. so um when i first started doing my own thing i still had in personal training clients and then i was shifting to being online but you know, I decided when you said when, personally trained clients, I mean, were you going to their houses, their so office? I, had, I, mean, I would, I would have like at the time I had like my apartment gym. Um, mm-hmm. So I would train in person. I had some other clients that had their own, you know, apartment gym and stuff like that. So, you know, I would do that. And then um, I was just starting to really try to, you know, get to online. Okay. So I had a couple of online clients there, there, but I told myself once 2020 started, I had no clue what was going to happen. I, I don't, right. even, I don't think no one really knew the seriousness of COVID. Um, but no. at the time, I was like, hey, I want to go completely online. You know, for myself, it would be better for myself. And I knew it would be better for my clients. So, it, you know, I was already working on, hey, you know, building my online business. I was just doing the coaching. And that's when COVID happened. And it was like, mm-hmm. you know, at that point, it was like other trainers were like, hey, they got to go in there as well. And you know, for myself, it was like, man, I was already happy that I was already working on it because it was like, right. if you weren't, you wouldn't have had no choice. You would have to say, hey, I got to go online or you're doing virtual sessions or something. I mean, I'm coaching based, so I don't, you know, do virtual sessions. But it was like, I understood that I was already moving to online. So it really didn't affect me um, because that's what I was already, you know, doing as far as going online of coaching individuals. So, you know, it was just something that was very simple and it was easy to tell people like, hey, so the you know. digital transformation for you, you don't think it was that bad is essentially what what I'm hearing. What kind of tools are you using to allow your business to thrive during this time? What kind of digital tools? So I think the big thing is apps, apps on your phone, yeah. right? <laughs> I think nowadays if you're not using some type of coaching app to coach your clients then on mm-hmm. uh, like on a phone, I think you're losing out because everyone's on their phone all the time. So for me is, you know, having a coaching app that I can, you know, have all the workouts, you know, be able to communicate with clients, be able to give the nutritional resources on that app. And, you know, I think that's the big thing for me is having that. And then also have, you know, different guides and different resources that are all digital that somebody can, you know, mm-hmm. you can look at, at your phone, or you can look on your computer. So it's like, it makes it very simple and easy because, you know, everything now is, you know, on, online and digitized. So, you know, it makes it really easy to be able to help people in that way, um, you know, because that's all we do. <laughs> you know, it's, yeah, yeah. it's a lot yeah. easier than something that's physical. So the last question then is, what do you think the future holds? I mean, you went essentially from one extreme of doing everything, I guess, on site, in person to the other extreme where you're doing everything digitally. Do you think it's going to be like a hybrid model? Do you think it's all digital? What do you think going forward? Because right now with the digital world, you can train anybody anywhere. The world is your oyster, my friend. Yeah, I definitely believe. I mean, even before COVID, this was, you know, starting to gravitate to it, you know. Right. When the first time I had actually heard about online coaching was like when I first started training. This is like 2013, 2014. But yeah. I was it was just kind of like it was like a foreign thing. It's probably like when people heard about streaming video, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it was something like probably you were like, what is that? Wait, but, wait, wait. What What's up? A- podcast is that like a a radio show on the internet yeah yeah so i mean i had heard about it but i was just not you know anywhere sure about it 
And even before I had started doing my own business, you know, I was hearing about coaches doing it and I was hearing about success about it. And I was like, you know, I knew like, hey, I want to do that as well because it just sounds so great. It's like, hey, so I can coach my clients and be anywhere in the world and and they can still get results. So I think, you know, even before COVID. And I think the pandemic has really shown that it is possible that business owners like you can be successful coaching people globally. Yeah, and it's it's a it's a better model to be perfectly honest. I mean, when I was personal training, you know, clients bought sessions, and you only train your clients for that time, and you only focus on training. And training is mm-hmm. like ten percent of somebody going to get results. But they're, you're not coaching people on nutrition, you're not coaching people on mindset, and all the healthy habits that come with this. So it's like when you have a program, somebody knows okay what they should be working on each day, and you have that hands-on coaching. It makes a totally big difference. Like I, I mean. I'm not just saying it's going to be my own coach. Like I honestly believe I'm giving more than 10 times the value that I was getting yeah. before to my clients. So it's like, it just makes sense. You know, I, I heard something even before COVID that more people had, you know, an app on their phone about fitness than memberships. And I think it's just going to gravitate as that. Cause I mean, I've, I've seen myself, I've, I'm in the gym still. And you know, this is January, February, like, you know, when I was mm-hmm. in gym as a trainer, that was just a crazy time. And yeah. I've noticed some like the numbers are just not there. You know, people right. you know, pandemic, not everyone's going to want to go back to the gym. So it's like, mm-hmm. I think people are going to want to be able to work out from home, working out outside because, you know, they're like, why go back to the gym? You know? Mm-hmm. And I just think that just makes more sense for people. So I think, you know, in five years, I just think that is going to be the norm. And right, right, I, right. For, I mean, I'm not going to say people are never going to do so, in personal training because you need yeah. athletes still going to need it you know, elderly still get equipment. It's yeah. So, and obviously if people that do group coaching, you know, people are going to want to be in person, the group stuff, because it's, right. it's that community. So I don't I think, think you can ever lose the, the full blown personal touch experience. There's going to be some people that for whatever reason, they need to be trained in person, you know, other people, they're fine digital. I mean, look, look at playing guitar. Okay. If you're playing guitar, some people can do that perfectly. Other people will need, hey, no, you've actually got to put your fingers here, here, and here on the strings to play this chord like this. And they need that, you know, that in-person instruction compared. Yeah, I think, like I said, I think there's always going to be a market, especially, like I said, just, I mean, for athletes in general, it's like you, you can't, you know, coach somebody online. Right, they, right. They're, you know, performance is like, that close from a difference. Mm-hmm. So it's like, if you're, if you're not working on somebody and something specific about their mechanics, like you're losing out. And of course, elderly, I mean, you know, mm-hmm. teach, you have to physically help them understand how to move and kids is the same way. So yeah, those are always going to be there. And I feel like small studios, as far as group coaching classes and mm-hmm. things like that. But I think the general and the, the majority of people are going to be like, Hey, this is a lot better for me because, mm-hmm. Hey, I really struggle with my nutrition. Oh, Hey, I really struggle with my mindset or with workouts, it's like, oh man, I can do as many workouts as I want. I'm not limited to sessions. So mm-hmm. I think for majority of people, it's going to make sense. But yeah, you'll still have the special populations that need that in personal trainer for sure. So uh, just to kind of follow up with that before we finish, what are you doing then to expand your digital footprint? You're preparing your business for the digital world that we're in right now and probably will be in the future. What all are you doing to to make that bigger and even more viable so that you can get global clientele? Yeah, for me, it's now creating courses. Like I'm working on creating Mm -hmm. courses to give. I mean, I think that's excellent for someone to just, you know, improve on their knowledge. It's just like, you know, if you have no clue about, you know, finances or you have no clue about you know, just general mm-hmm. things that you want to learn. It's like if somebody can give you a course and you can learn and you can work on yourself from there, it's like, oh, that's going to be amazing. Or just having people have digital programs where it's like it's not coach, you know, you don't have a coach there. But hey, here's a, you know, eight week program to, you know, work on your goals, I think is awesome. So, you know, being able to give more of some of those things like that. And, you know, it's funny I'm on a podcast, but I want to start my own podcast as well because I think this is something. Oh, we should talk love. about that. Yeah. So it's something that people love. And I've, I've done a, a, a few interviews so far. And it's like, I love being able to speak on something that someone needs. So 
um, you know, I think those are great outlets for people to, you know, get some information from. So you may want to check out, I think it was episode six. It was Matt Bigansky, good friend of mine, going back to elementary school, actually, of Iron Stella Fitness, I think it was, or Iron Stella Personal Training. I forget. But anyways, he does a podcast with on fitness based off of his fitness company. And like straight up, he said that that's amazing because it helps you with the SEO. It gives you more visibility, more marketing. And if you think about that, you're going to be a coach of these people, okay? Allowing them to see you to that extent where they can like, here's 50 videos of Lee to where they can really judge your personality and see like, yeah, I think this guy can really help me. I think we can connect. He can help me break through. I, I think that goes to your advantage. Yeah, definitely. I do. I mean, it's like the more that you can, someone can see you and hear mm -hmm. from you and really understand, you know, uh, the, the value that you can do, you know, for them, I think it's something that's very valuable that people are looking for, you know? So I think, you know, mm -hmm. for that and, you know, overall, I just love just, you know, teaching, you know, I feel like as a coach, I hope you love you know, the, the teaching aspect of the coaching. So for me, it's like, I love just like talking about it and saying why it's important. So, I mean, you know, the more I can do that, I think is awesome. Well, you definitely had a home run here today on this show. So <laughs> it's been great having you out here, Lee. Do us a favor. How can people get in contact with you? So check out my website, ltaperformance365.com. You can see some of the other clients that have had some great, experience um, through my coaching and if you want to contact me directly you can do that on the site or just email me at coach lee at uh, lta performance 365 and you know we can get in touch that way okay perfect and everybody out there watching or listening as always we will have the link to visit lee below in the description on youtube spotify itunes Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, or one of the other billion other places you can find this show. Lee, thank you so much for coming on here, man. It's been a pleasure, and I wish you the utmost success as you continue to grow your business. Thank you, David. I had a fun time. Cheers, mate. Wow. That was a fun, far-reaching conversation with Lee, wasn't it? I mean, we really did a lot of different topics, and we were really all over the spectrum. First, if you love this interview, do me a favor, okay? Smash that like button, smash that subscribe button. But if you really want to help us out, okay, share this interview. Share this episode with all your network on LinkedIn, on Twitter, on Facebook, TikTok, wherever you're at. Share this interview. Do me a favor. Let's get Lee. Let's get Lee's company and let's get shark bite biz trending. Now let's get back to Lee, okay? I've gotta say, this dude is a pillar of strength. He reminds me that you really have to reinforce good habits and build off of it. And I got a couple golden nuggets talking to him. First, I loved how he said, read, read more. We often forget to read anymore. I mean, it's just a fact. Like he was saying, a lot of people don't pick up a book after college. I mean, even if it's an audio book, like he was saying, the point is to read or listen to things that are going to help you improve. Don't be listening to the junk TV shows or the news that you're listening at what you should be mad at now. I mean, really use that time to improve yourself and improve can mean a couple things. It can be improve your lifestyle, your finances, your healthy habits, your business acumen, whatever it is, study topics you love, identify your weaknesses, and then find a book or an audio book that can help you master it all. So in reality, it, it pretty much just comes down to, yeah, everybody needs to unplug sometimes. You need to watch, I don't know, your favorite show, whatever it may be, or listen to some music. Everybody needs some of that. You need some enjoyment in your life, okay? We're not saying don't do that. We're just saying limit that. Don't be binge watching every single Netflix series out there known to earth. 
you some of that time to improve yourself, improve your weaknesses, and that is going to shape off to your business and give you more money. Another thing Lee said that I thought was really important, and again, this goes all the way back to like business 101, but it is so true, is listening, okay? Lee is a successful owner of a fitness company. He's a coach, okay? He is the utmost professional person, but yet he still takes the opportunities to listen to all these executives that he has as clients, and they're telling him their stories about work, about problems that they've had, good things that they had. And Lee is actually taking in all those experiences about those situations, and it's helping him learn from that on how he can successfully grow his business. I mean, it is really cool. And you have to remember, you are never too successful to learn something new. Listen to stories of other people, because then when you come across it, you're going to know what path to take. Lastly, digital transformation. Lee's business went from a small fitness shop down in San Antonio to now being a global business that he has coaching courses online for and really caters to a global audience. His reach is essentially wherever the internet exists. Why? Well, because he embraced this darn pandemic and realized that now was the time to push things digitally, that it was the next step in the evolution of his business. He took that opportunity, ran with it, and here we go. We have another business owner on this show that took the negativity, the whole situation that we're in with COVID-19 and this global pandemic, and once again seized the opportunity to turn it into a positive. So this was a really fun video. We had some great conversation. I hope you all loved it. What do you all do to stay healthy during the quarantine and keep your routine? Discuss it in the comments down below on YouTube. And also remember, if you want to be a guest on the show, if you have a good business story you want to tell about how your business pivoted, just like Lee did, shoot me an email, david at sharkbitebiz.com. Also want to plug out within the next week or two, I'm going to have a full-blown article out on Forbes.com. Make sure you check that out. I'll post a link all over social media when it's out. Once again, I'm David Strasser. This is Shark Bite Fizz, and we'll see you all next episode. Cheers. Thank you for listening to Shark Bite Fizz. We hope you got some insightful info from this podcast. Be sure to subscribe to us through your favorite podcast app and visit us on the web at www.sharkbitebiz.com. How has business changed for you in the 20s? Email us at podcast at sharkbitebiz.com so you can join us and share your story.